that's the sign of a leader of somebody that wants to take the ownership of who they are and make not only themselves, but the world a better place. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. It's all about getting 1% better every single day. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, this is Tony Dufresne, PhD, your host. Really glad to be back with you this week. So many things to talk about. I actually should have brought over my list of podcast topics to talk about that I actually filled out in like 10 minutes. I filled out an entire sheet of paper to, uh, for stuff to talk about, but I want to do, uh, I want to split this show up into two pieces. It'll still be relatively short and fun, hopefully, but, uh, I want to do, uh, uh, like stuff that happened this week. Cause a lot of shit went down and then I'm going to go into what I wrote about in terms of what I want to, I want to talk about kind of the main theme, kind of a John Oliver thing. If you watch his show, it's he kind of hits the uh, topics that happen and then he's got his main gig. So, uh, what, uh, a little recap of the week. There were uh, three things that stood out to me. First of all, the, the amount of small people and the complete lack of awareness and lack of humanity that's going on in terms of the political system here in the United States. And I have to say, again, for the record, I was uh, born and raised a Republican. I was. I, be- I believed in small government. Uh, that all switched about two years ago, maybe three. And, and it did because I started to make the switch into understanding that uh, th- we need to just treat everybody better we need to be human be, human beings to each other and the fact that they're dehumanizing people like they're doing that creating uh creating putting them in like an animal or a subhuman stage which by the way uh hitler did with the jews just to give you a little uh historical frame of reference and uh and anybody that knows anything about psychology understands that uh, even in a traumatic situation in terms of people coming to the border and uh, and then separating their children from them while they're at the border in this unknown land with all this trauma going on and then adding the separation aspect to it is beyond comprehensible to me that you can't tell me that there's nobody at all uh, up there that has the ear of this administration that uh, that that knows that there's got to be somebody that knows that. I mean, it's it's not like it's like it's some high level Ph.D. postdoctorate stuff. This is stuff that they teach in Psych 101. So that's that part. Second thing is, and I'm sure that you've seen it. You've seen, I'm sure that you've seen it because uh, it's on. Uh, I mean, it was in Bustle and and uh, a couple of the other. I think HuffPost had it, but uh, Melania came out with a uh, Zara coat on when she went down to uh, look at the detention centers with the kids, and the coat said, um, "I don't care to you." And she had it on when she got on the plane and when she got off the plane, you know, and. Apparently, it was geared towards the press, which is fine, and you can have your particular opinion. But how tone-deaf do you need to be if your main function on this trip was to go down and try to comfort or try to get an idea in terms of how tragic your husband made this situation? And what you want to do is you want to bag on the press while you're doing it. I'm just going to leave that open because I don't have to explain that. Uh, the third thing is the fact that Elle McPherson came out and she talked about her summer bod. And she, I think she's my age. I think she's around 52, 53. And she said that what she's doing now or when she to get ready for summer, what she'll do is she'll have a 
you know, she'll have a, a like a power breakfast or a power lunch, one of the two. And then at the end, at the end of the day, she'll make a protein shake or she'll make a like a veggie smoothie or something like that uh, and almost do like a little mini fast. Uh, so it's got probably 12 or 13 hours that she goes without food. And that really and and people were bagging on her for that. Let me tell you something right now. First of all, that works. And being 53 now. I understand that that is something that actually is very nutritious still, and it does work. And we all know now that intermittent fasting is a thing, and it's actually relatively healthy for you or healthy for you, depending upon who you talk to. So get off Elle McPherson. She looks amazing. She's made some really good choices. And uh, I think her her uh, plan for a summer body is spot on. So those are those are the three things that kind of popped out for this particular week. And right now, as I'm talking, it's the 21st of June. Now, if you listen to this later on down the road, then this might be not as top, this might be not as topical as it would be as if you were listening to it when I first put it out. But I think that hopefully as the weeks and the years go by, it'll still be, I mean, the things that happen will still be appropriate in terms of bringing up the cause and effect, bringing up the fact that people are so fucking stupid and they do really stupid stuff. And maybe the more aware we become and the more involved we become as a group, with a conscious group that sees everybody as a human being, that we'll be able to make some changes. And the one thing I want to say before I get into what I'm going to talk about this week, and people say, oh, what can I do? What can I do? And actually, my good friend Mariah, who's been on the show for quite a number of times, she has her thing, She has this new movement called the, I think it's called the Mama Movement. I'll have to double check and I'm going to have her back on. Uh, but her her whole thing is becoming active and writing congressmen and all that, which is great. I want to make something very, very clear. The one thing you can do, if you're in this country, if you're not, then I know I'm, you guys are like in a hundred and something or different countries. But hang with me because it applies to you too. What you can do is the one thing that makes the difference. The one, the biggest thing that makes the difference, and it's to vote. I voted at every election I, I was qualified for since I was 18 years old. And even though you think it's it's one person and it's one vote and it doesn't really matter, it really does. Because it takes one, and then it takes another, and then it takes another, if that makes any sense. If you're not involved, then you're not creating, you're not putting in your dime or your penny into the pot to create the change. So the key is, is to go online right now and register to vote. Please do it. Register as an independent. It doesn't, you don't have to be at a political, in fact, I would suggest registering as an independent right now, especially if you're not aware of the basic foundation stuff in terms of the parties the two-party system i think is complete bullshit because it puts too many people in a corner and then they think they have to vote for the for the particular party so go independent but just if you put into register to vote and you're a part of the change you you have now your responsibilities being acted out you are being accountable for your particular opinion and you're voting and that's the key that's what's going to change things because everything that happened coming up to this was because a lot of people got apathetic and they didn't want to do anything or they didn't think they could do anything or they didn't think it mattered and they just thought ah well the hell with it and this is what happened what happened was the 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 masses that are most fearful of change they start they, they had this guy with terrible hair and a horrible tan get up there and stoke the fire of of being scared to death that their life is going to change because of people that are different from them and because of situations that are different from them in different countries and and trade and all that stuff and that's why all this shit is going down because he got out there and scared the crap out of those people who are who are already fearful of losing their way of life and that's why we're here so 
it's important for you to get out there and do your thing. And the, the best possible thing you can do is register to vote. That's what I'm going to say about that. So let's get into today and to this week's topic, which is, I have a question for you. And the question is, uh, it, it, two, two choice of two things. Do you believe that you are what you do or you are what you think? So are you the person that you think you are? Are you what you think in your head? Is that you? Is that really you? Or are you what you do in terms of what your behavior is and what you say to people? I mean, is that is that you or is is what you're thinking you? Well, actually, there are two interesting twists to this, depending upon who you listen to and who you believe. Now, on one side is Sam Harris, and you probably know who Sam Harris is. He's been around a lot, and he's had books, and he's a, he's a lot on uh, Big Think and Idea Pod and all those things. And he's uh, very prominent in terms of speaking and uh, uh, like modern day philosopher. Uh, and he it was uh, the author of Waking Up. It was it was really kind of a a bag on organized religion, which I actually agree on uh, with uh, his particular take on that. I don't agree on this take that he has. And his take is he believes that ethically speaking, intention is merely the whole story. So what he's saying is he thinks that what you think is who you are. What your intention is is really who you are. And I, and this is, this all came about because I, I uh, actually read an article on IdeaPod and the article was by Justin Brown. It was, it's really good. And I'm going to, I'm going to post a link in the show notes. And the article is, um, and it's about this whole thing about, you know, the question that I asked you, what do you think? Do you think you are who, what you think or do you, are you are what you do? So what I believe is you are what you do. And here's the reason why. A lot of people think, well, you know, you do stuff that that doesn't that's that's not really what you really think because of certain things, because of what other people input is or what you think other people would want to do or or you did it on an impulse or whatever. Well, well, here's the problem. The problem is, is that that ultimately is who you know, who you are, because who you are is defined by not only just who you think you are in your own head, but who, you, but who you are in the outside world as well. The judge and the jury is kind of everybody collectively. And what happens is, is that if you have a thought in your mind in terms of being, you, you know, I talk about true self all the time. Your true self is really comes from within. So it has to start as a thought and a feeling and a sense. And, and that is really, that is really the first part of who you are. Here's where it gets messed up. When you, what you you can and you and you can think that way and that's fine, but when you start to do stuff, then the ego is going to kick in, and then that's going to get you on the wrong track, and that's and that's the problem. Now, in terms of what the Sam Harris was saying, in terms of you know who you are, what you think you are, the problem is is that yes, in your own head uh, with it, with just yourself, but when it comes down to relating to everybody else, which you have to. Then you're gonna you're gonna have to take into consideration how you do relate to other people. I mean that's just common sense, right? I mean it just it makes perfect sense to to say yeah, I I am you know how I reflect myself to be on the outside. Now again the problem is is that it's the ego and it's the natural fear the amygdala the the brainstem that kicks in and makes us do stuff that we were like later on you're like God why did I do that or geez why did I say that or these instinctive impulses that come out. And that really isn't who you are, but it is. Does that make sense? Because you have to deal with the consequences. And a lot of people don't. And they'll fall back onto, well, yeah, I did that, but that's really not who I am. 
And you hear that a lot when they talk about, you know, murder suspects and whatnot. Well, I did. I did do that. Or that was just or abuse victims because I used to work with abuse victims uh, a long time ago. And they would uh, and their perpetrators would say, yeah, I'm so sorry. I love you so much, honey. And it's, it did. That wasn't me. And that was just crazy. And I couldn't believe. Well, you know what? It was because you have to own it. And that's why what you do is who you truly are. And if you want to change how you reflect who you are uh, and, and you want to take that ego component out or that impulsive component out, you got to do some work on yourself. You have to take some self inventory. You have to go in and you have to work on doing some pattern interrupts. So all that. So that fear that's in you that keeps you from making a, a good decision or the or that uh, or makes you lash out at somebody you can be more in control of that and then align really what you're thinking in terms of your who you are truly you can align that with what you do and then and then both sides get the sense that you are acting in integrity and that and that is who you are and that's what you're doing and and people can do that it's not like you can't now it it is a fight every single minute of the day sometimes depending upon your mood and it depends upon a lot of stuff it depends on did you get to the gym uh, are you eating the right stuff? Uh, are are you again? Are you nutritionally sound? Did you get enough sleep? Uh, had, did you have a fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend? All those things make a make a difference. But if again, this whole point is understanding that you can rise above just the impulse stuff, the stuff that comes up, and all of a sudden you're in a bad track, and that's really the key. And the one thing is, out, taken out of all of this, that I would like to send you off with is the fact that. What you do is who you are, and you got to own it. And if the consequences are crap, then you got to own that and be a man or be a woman and uh, be accountable for it and say, that's my bad. Uh, that was that was a decision that I made, uh, regardless of where it came from. And I am very sorry. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's going to be bad. It'll be bad to the point where there's some big time, terrible consequences, losing a relationship or somebody dying. I mean, you know, terrible things. But uh, most of the time, it's a matter of stepping up because if you do, if you have a level of accountability and you do take responsibility for that, that that's right there aligns with you having integrity and aligning with your inner self in terms of your true self and who you are as a really solid person. And that's the key. The key is to own what you do. That's what it comes down to. So that's uh, that's this week. It's short and sweet. I, I needed to get the whole political stuff off my chest. And I try not to go deep on the political stuff. And, and it, it just it bums me out. And I was watching something that Trevor Noah did on the uh, on the late night uh, with Stephen Colbert. And they were talking about, you know, how do you process out all these terrible things and go out there and be funny? And, and that's something that I think about all the time when I watch these shows. How do you go about doing that? I mean, how do you go about putting together something? And I was going to talk about some other stuff like uh, digging a, a half-eaten can of frosting out of the trash after I threw it away and ate it. So, it, <laughs> yeah, I did that. And so talk about like food, obsessive, impulsive, like fun, stupid stuff like that. But I think it's important when something comes up like this, because we're all leaders here, I think that the reasons why you're listening to this show or you're buying uh, self-help books and you're trying to improve yourself every single day, that's the sign of a leader, of somebody that wants to take the ownership of who they are and make not only themselves, but the world a better place. 
And I think it's important that to bring up certain things that come up every single week and uh, chat about them if it's important enough to to sort of get us moving and grooving in, ter- in terms of doing what we can do. And the whole message this week was obviously register to vote if you haven't done that yet. If you have, thank you. And I appreciate that uh, just for me. Um, and uh, it's it, it may not seem like a lot at the moment, but at least it's something and you're going to make your voice heard because you're going to vote. Right. So that's good. Uh, you can go to javabud.com. Yeah, you can see that I'm doing a video for this as well as the, as this podcast and a thousand other podcasts and all the other fun stuff. My book, you can buy the book there. And uh, I also have a freebie still. I got the freebie still up about the seven powerful phrases that you can use every single day to change your life. And if you have any questions, you can get a hold of me at Tony at javabud.com, J A V A B U D.com. And I uh, hope everybody's good, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.